It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Loveless Fine Photography, Jay Mullins Jewelry, Carpets by Osborne, and Chick-fil-A. And we welcome you back here to the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Coaches Corner. John Ding is talking with Dyron Birdwell, the head coach of the Seagull Stars. And, um, Coach, it has been a, I don't know if I'm going to say the word fun, but it's been a, a, a rough week. You, you got two wins out of this, big, big wins. And I want to talk about the Blackman game first because that was a game that, uh, boy, nip and tuck, and both of those games have been close. Uh, and you guys persevered because uh, you didn't get off to a particularly great start, but your defense, I thought, is what picked up things, and, and especially in that second half. Yeah, um, we played Blackman twice now, and I, I've said, you know, watching tape, scouting, getting prepared for them, that they're the best first-quarter team I've ever seen. Uh, they, they just do – Coach Workman does a great job, and those kids do a great job of executing early – to get themselves a lead and then their style of play it's so hard to come back on them if uh if they've got a lead on you and we were fortunate to do that at their place earlier in the year and then you know this game we we came out and and you know they they made some plays and we kind of hung around and neither one of us you know they're not going to put that game in the hall of fame from offensive standpoint of shooting the ball but we uh you know we, we take pride in our defense, and I know Coach Workman does that as well with his guys, and, and we both – our defenses gave our chance – or gave our teams a chance for our offenses to execute, and luckily we uh, we made some plays there down the stretch to take the lead and uh, just keep it keep it going and found a way to win. And credit to Zion Sweater and Matthew Schneider in that game for making four big free throws toward the end. Boy, they're huge, and and uh, Matthew rarely misses. I don't want to put a jinx on it, but he rarely misses. And and uh, what I was impressed with in that game, you forced turnovers in that fourth quarter, uh, particularly toward the end. And uh, Blackman just doesn't do that. I mean, they really don't. And I think you all forced uh, double digit turnovers. Yeah, uh, I think it ended up being we'd forced eighteen turnovers in that game, which I'm sure. You know, we were extremely happy about as a team and, and uh, as a program. You know, that was – we don't uh, – with Blackman, you know, they're, they're such a matchup problem inside for us with having 6'9 and 6'4, six, 6'5 six, in there that it, it's it's hard for us and a lot of teams to match up with them that way. So, you know, to kind of take a line from Coach Pearl that I, that I learned, you know, when I was up there was what, we wanted our ball pressure to be our best post-defense you know, and, and try to get after their guards and make it hard on them because, I mean, to use a football analogy, when you let Tom Brady or Mahomes sit back there and pick you apart the whole game, it's it's going to be hard to stop them, but that's why teams blitz and try to do things to pressure them. And, you know, we tried to do that with our guards just where they couldn't sit back and make those pinpoint passes to, to Alexander and uh, Stringer. And, and I thought that, uh, you know, us – us forcing turnovers after looking at the stats after the game was one of the big reasons we found a way to win. Well, that that really puts you in good shape. Uh, you know, two games above your the guy next to you or the team coming up against you, and it really puts you into the old saying: you 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 can you control your own fate now, your own destiny, and that's that's a good place to be. 
Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, in years past, I'll, I'll harp on myself a little bit. I feel like I've tried to talk to my team too much about the big picture and goals on down the line. And this year I, I've really changed. And, and we as a, as a program have changed of just trying to take it a day at a time and, and a win at a time and a goal at a time. And, you know, our, our first goal this year uh, was one, getting to play. And then now that we've gotten through most of the season here to uh, try to try to find a way to win that regular season district and, and give ourselves, you know, the one seed in the tournament and put ourselves in a position to be successful in the postseason. Um, we obviously haven't made it there yet. We've got four games left, but right now the guys are, are, are have bought into that and we're worried about, you know, taking it a game at a time. After Blackman, it was all about Riverdale. And, of course, now we'll move on next week all about Laverne for the first couple of days of the week next week. Well, I do want to mention a little bit about the Riverdale game. Uh, they came out um, and gave you all you wanted uh, early in that game as well, but uh, you wound up scoring 88 points. Uh, that must have been a, a, a shootout down there at uh, Riverdale. Yeah, um, you know, we uh, – credit to Coach Voss and Riverdale. You know, Coach Wartman does such a good job of controlling tempo and our games end up being a little low scoring and slower against Blackman. Uh, but then we went to, to Riverdale, and we know they want to get out and run, which is kind of how we want to play. But, you know, again, credit to Coach Voss. I thought they sped us up a little too much for our liking in the first half. Uh, we got down at one point in time, 42 to 30. Uh, and I was I was getting ready to call timeout when it was 40 to 30, and we fouled. And I think that helped us calm ourselves down at the foul line and get, get organized and and then we went on a little bit of a run to cut it to about five right before half, and we're down seven at half. And then uh, had a big third quarter to, you know, outscored them by I think it was 15 to go from down seven at half to up eight. And then, uh, you know, our I think our defensive pressure, you know, giving up 71 is obviously something we don't want to do. But I do think that our pressure wore on them uh, throughout the game, and, and they, uh, you know, to hold them to – from 44 in the first half, I guess, to 27 in the second half, is that's more like it for us. You know, if we can hold teams in the, you know, high 40s to low 50s, we'd like to think we can get there points-wise. But, uh, again, credit to those guys, credit to Riverdale being ready to play. You know, they, they made some tough shots, and, and, you know, our guys have to come out and respond, and, and credit to them that they did. We're talking to Dyron Birdwell, the head coach of the Seagull Stars. Uh, coach, how much does it mean – and, and I, I think I know your answer, but how much does it mean to have so many seniors that are out there together? Because I know they've been through the wars. Uh, but not only that, the leadership situation is really not a problem when you got four or five seniors out there playing at the same time. Yeah, you know, uh, with us having eight seniors, and obviously, you know, a lot of them have played a lot before this year. It gives me confidence to not have to call timeouts, to let them figure it out, because they know what I want. You know, they've they've been in our program for so long, and you know, some of them have played all four years, some of them played three years, you know, and at the varsity level. And it's been, you know, it's been nice to be able to, you know, it allows me more freedom to draw up things during timeouts and try to adjust in game because I trust that they know what we're trying to do, and I think they have trust in me and. 
you know, we've, we've, we've bought into to what we're trying to do. And, and it, it's, it's big, you know, especially, you know, when going back to the Blackman game, when you can uh, know that they're going to execute the game plan and then make those big free throws down the stretch, it uh, makes you sleep a little bit better right now. Now come April, when all those guys are gone, I won't sleep near as well, but, but it's, uh, it's definitely something nice to have right now as we, we get ready for the end of this regular season and go into postseason play. And and in, you've got those really pretty much seven solid people that you can count on, and you've gotten good play from the two two guys coming off the bench too. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we uh, we normally go about six deep, I guess, so we don't have it. I guess it would be more six and seven, but uh, Vontarius Reed does a great job coming in off the bench for us. Uh, buying into that role and then we've got starters that that understand you know their roles when they get in and what we expect out of them and you know all scoring is what everybody wants to do you know everybody wants to hear their name called off and see their name in the paper the next day for how many points they've had but our guys have bought into you know if we need you to rebound then I need you to go in there and get five or six rebounds, and that's your job, and I'll look after the game, and that's how you can tell you played well or not. Or did you defend? Did you did you make it hard on their best player to make some shots? Did you, you know, did you find somebody else open? Did you get some assists? And you know, that's that's big for, for our team is we're not we're not extremely deep, but we play the same way, we play that style, and uh we we've got we're in shape and we're we're you know, ready to go play and, and ready to compete against anybody on any given night. I, I did notice that Reed, he's always ready. He, he comes in, had a big bucket against Blackman, uh, too, as well the other night. I want, yeah. I want to you, talk about Matthew Snyder just a bit. Uh, you talk about leadership. Zion is, is, a, is a leader, directing traffic, that kind of thing. Uh, Martise, I mean, you can just go on. Uh, they all have some of those leadership qualities. That's a, that's a real luxury because Snyder puts, his, puts the team on his shoulders if he has to. Yeah, um, Matt's definitely our, uh, I would say, our leader at times, you know, to, to calm us down on the floor. You know, last night I even saw him. We were getting a little out of out of kilter, and like I said, Riverdale sped us up, and I saw him, you know, giving the hand motions to calm everybody down, that we were good. And, you know, even after the game, I tried to talk to the team a little about it, and his his words were, we got out of character, and I, I couldn't have said it any better. But he's big for that. Zion's very big with – he's he never freaks out with the ball in his hands, and that goes to show why he's been our point guard for – basically four years you know he played a lot he may not have started his freshman year every game but he played a ton then it's been his ball for the last three um you know that that shows that i have confidence in him that he's going to make the right play you know Jalen wetzel who starts and isaiah lotzi aren't the most vocal guys but they they know what i expect and i, I trust them to make the big play and then martice jackson you know he's our defensive leader and he's our vocal leader uh he's one that he's He's our best communicator on the defensive end, which in my opinion makes him, you know, one of our best defensive players, if not our best defensive player, and one of, if not the top in the district. Uh, he, he gets everybody in line, tells everybody where to go, uh, and, and then he, he can even calm himself. You know, he's a little younger. He got a little fired up sometimes. didn't know how to calm himself down. But like you've said, with that maturity and getting a little older, he's he's learned how to use his emotions to help him, but also to – to keep himself under control in big games and in big moments. 
Well, and I've I'm failed to mention Jalen, one of the greatest shooting exhibitions I've ever seen in in the in the district tournament and and uh, in postseason play. Just a tremendous shooter, and uh, some of the shots he makes are just incredible. But anyway, I think I've got you down with eleven straight district wins. Is that is that right? Is it all district? Is that correct? Or am I close? Uh, ten. Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at ten. Uh, we've uh. We've went on, yeah, we're, we're 10 and 0. We've got in the district, we've got four left. We've got Laverne on Tuesday, Stewart's Creek Friday, and then the last week we end with at Rockville and at Smyrna. And basically, you just got to take care of business and take care of Siegel and not worry about everybody else. Yeah, that's big. You know, that's been one of our mottos that we've kind of preached here recently is, uh, and, and obviously, I don't want this to sound like I'm not giving credit to everybody else because they, they definitely are, you know, we have to adjust and match up to teams and everyone in our league and again if you're not ready to play on any given night you can get your your tail beat in our in district seven as you all know but something we've preached every day whether it be practice or games is us versus us you know make sure we're playing to the seagull standard not just looking at the scoreboard or not just you know being okay with you know winning the first quarter or you know not letting you know, another team come out and jump on us and then us be like, oh, okay, now we need to go play. It's always got to be about us and, you know, the the standard and the mentality and, and, and what, what I expect and what we expect as a program. And, you know, we I definitely – you know, earlier in the year, I do not think we were meeting our standard defensively. You know, in the last night was a little bit of a bump in the road. And Riverdale gets a lot of credit for that. But we, we have to – continue to buy in and do what we're supposed to do on both ends, especially offensively, but, but also defensively to, to get those big stops. Because, you know, when it, when it comes tournament time, you know, to use the football analogy, if you got to be able to run the dive and stop the dive, you've got to be able to score in the half court and you've got to be able to defend in the half court and come tournament time. All right. Well, uh, four big games to go and, uh, good luck to you the rest of the way, coach. Um, uh, really impressed with this bunch and, um, um, I, and go Vols. How's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. You like yeah. that new coach? I, I don't want – no, we better not get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have to get on another show for that. But <laughs> that's that's we'll, right. We'll be a little excited. There you go. All right. That's Coach Dyron Birdwell, the head coach of the uh, Seagull Stars. And uh, when we come back, we'll be talking to Eagleville as we continue here with the Prentice Alsop Hitting and Air Coach's Corner. For 60 years, Little C-